0: And three, two. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Peter Walsh Show podcast. Hope everybody's having a great day. By the way, guys, we're going to talk today about do whatever it takes to get in the door, whatever you're committed to, focused to. If you've got to bullshit your way in the door, you'd fucking bullshit your way in the door. We're going to get into that in a minute. But uh, first of all, I want to say, has anybody actually seen Drive to Survive yet? Oh, dear God. Guys, the season five is out now and whoo, who, who, it's heating up, baby. Let me tell you, guys, seriously, many of you know I'm a, an ex-racing driver and you know what? I know women, by the way, I'm actually not even getting paid to do this by from from Drive to Survive, OK? It's just so fucking good. It's so good. When I used to race, racing wasn't popular, OK? Women go, oh, you're a racing driver. Oh, OK, whatever. As in, like, they they thought it was kind of cool, you know, like, oh, it's different, but they'd never watch a race. Not in a million fucking years, they didn't watch a race, but they still thought it was cool. Now, with Drive to Survive Out, I have women coming up to me on the street and going, Jesus, is that what you used to do, Peter? I'm like, yeah, 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 well, you know, not Formula One, but those type of cars, yeah. Oh, my God, it's amazing. And, like, they're quizzing me on it, and I know women who actually stopped me on the street and they're now watching Formula One. They're watching every single round. It's unbelievable, guys. Honestly, I couldn't talk about it higher than what I'm talking about. Formula One, Drive to Survive on Netflix. You have to check it out. It's fucking, it's simply brilliant. That's all i got to say. So, guys, yeah, go check it out. There's five seasons, so you've got plenty of watching. Out of the five seasons, there's 10 episodes in each. They're about a half an hour to 40 minutes long. So believe me, you got plenty of binge watching ahead of you. (laughs) So guys, I'm going to move on here. And um, it's an interesting one, actually, this one. This is based on a story I had in L.A. And uh, my little adventure here. (laughs) I used to live in L.A. for two and a half years. I was doing acting over there um, and just, you know, working there and stuff. But um today what I want to talk about I want to talk about doing whatever it takes to get what you need. Now, I'm always going on about, you know, you have to be kind to people and give not take, right? Yes. Now this, on the other hand, sometimes you've got to pull the plug and I honestly do believe you do you do need to add value, bring value, give value to people, give love not take love right i'm a huge believer in that now we're on about career wise here and so, and i do believe in that too you've got to give not take fucking hell there's sometimes though where you've got to bullshit your way in the door so this isn't about giving or taking this is about just bullshitting your way in the door and guys i think most of you know that i'm an honest guy right straight to the fucking point in fact I'm getting in trouble already with this podcast because I'm talking too straight sometimes, right? But you know something? If you're falling behind in, in business, something like this, sometimes you've got to bullshit your way in the door and actually it's a Hail Mary because you'll get found out, which is absolutely fine, right? Like, I'm going to tell you this story and I got found out and I knew I was going to get found out, okay? But I just knew that I said, Peter... This is Hail Mary time. Go for fucking broke. Bullshit your way in the door. They'll find out. And you know what? Maybe they'll actually like and love the fact that I tried to bullshit my way in the door. So here we go. So I'm in LA. Now it's about maybe a year into being in LA now. And uh, I'm working in a bar now. I'm DJing in a bar over there. And um, actually I was working in a strip club, guys, believe it or not. (laughs) Yeah, of all the fucking places in the world to work. Yep, a fucking strip club. And by the way, if you ever want to work in a strip club, don't work in a strip club. I was broke for money, needed the cash. Just, I said, fuck it, I'll do it. Lasted about three months. It was sleazy, disgusting. Anyway, so I was working at nighttime during the week. So that freed up my days to go on auditions and in L.A. and stuff like that. So I'm living in Burbank in L.A. Now, Burbank now is a nice place. It's a home to Warner Brothers Studio. Okay, it's out of like downtown LA where, well, and it's out of the, you know, Hollywood Boulevard, Sunset, Sunset Boulevard, Santa Monica Boulevard, all those, right? It's, it's about, it's up in the valley, which is about, from Hollywood Boulevard, it's about 20 minute drive with traffic maybe. So it's, it's just a little bit out, but it's a funny because people will be surprised. They think Warner Brothers is right smack back in the middle. It's not. So I'm in Burbank beautifully sunny day um and i mean this is like a summer's day now it's like 40 degrees it's gorgeous so there's there's this casting director office down the road from me right literally only about three or four blocks from me where i was where i was living and i found out where i was so in other words if you don't know what a casting director office is it's where actors go in to meet a casting director and you what you do an audition and then, if the casting director likes you, they'll then bring you to the senior executives for maybe a final call, right? Are uh, you you know you're in the last you're in the last pick, the last group, right? And then it can go to the producers, the executives. It can go on and on for a bit, but still, you go to your first audition. Casting directors there, they're in charge of who's good, who's not. And, you know, a production company might say, okay, listen, by the way, we're looking for, uh, you know, uh, six foot blonde, blue eyed fella, right? Speaks Irish or has an Irish accent, sorry. So that their job is to go along and try and find this guy. Now, obviously, that sounds like me. Um, So, you know, if I walked in the door and I can act, well, then they go, ah, right. Well, I think we found the guy, guys. And then they'll go off. Done. So I had an agent at the time. Not a very good agent. And all of a sudden, things were just going shit. And you know what? And I was actually, you see, I was on a visa as well, guys, over there, right? A holiday visa. So I had to fucking, I was pressed for time. I had to get in the door. I had to do something, make something happen. So I went, okay, that's it. Fuck it. It's time for bullshit mode. Forget the agent. Do this yourself. Let's see if you can bullshit your way in the door. So I decided to do this. I went down, <laughs> I went down to the, uh, to the Burbank casting director's studio, I can't remember the name, and I waited until lunchtime, right, and it waited until one o'clock. And I actually just sort of sat outside the car, and I just waited to see if people were coming out of the office at one o'clock, right, as in, do people actually stay in the office, or are they leaving, what What are they doing? So now that day, they actually did leave the office, now they, funnily enough, they left the office open, it was really weird, um especially in LA like fucking hell Um, now in fairness okay we're in Burbank but still um they left the office doors open everything but there was no one inside so anyway so I went okay so let's leave now I know mission accomplished people actually leave the office so I went home that night okay what am I going to do now so I went back the next day 24 hours later Wait until about 10 past one. I see the, the remaining people walk out the door. Wait until 20 past one. Now, I have my headshots here, by the way, in my, my hand, right? So anyway, um, <laughs> even just thinking about this, and this is a true story, by the way, God. So uh, I go back and, or sorry, get out of my car. I walk into the, the main hall, the reception area of the casting director's office. So I see there's no one around right and on the main secretary's desk there's a pile of headshots right actors now sorry guys it it might be obvious but if you don't know what a headshot is basically as an actor you need a uh almost like a, a cv resume right that's your resume cv okay so in other words what you'll have is like an a4 size photo of yourself right a good as they call it headshot of you looking your best right with a certain look and then on the back stapled on the back would be your cv resume of what you've done right as in any any work that you've done in the past so anyway i walk in with my headshot so i see the huge fucking bundle of uh headshots on there so i decide to kind of have a look right so i'm looking there's there must be about 10 to 15 different piles right and the place is a fucking mess but obviously these 10 to 15 piles are 10 to 15 different characters that they're looking at during the day right so like I mean in one pile there must have been oh, I'd say about 50 actors in this but it's in one pile right so the 10 different 15 different piles are 10 to 15 different characters But you've got 50 different Actors for that one Role, I hope that making sense so I'm looking through and I'm like, Jesus Christ, the amount of stuff. So I, I actually go, okay, right, there's... And I, as far as I remember, there was three women, right? I'm like, all right, well, obviously I can't look at that. Then there was two guys. Now, one guy was like a, a Latino guy. I was like, oh, well, that's not me. Then there was another guy who was like a dark, tall guy, uh, brown eyes. And I went, ah, oh, fuck. All right, well, that's not me because of blue eyes. But I went, you know what? Fuck it. Stick it in the pile. So I literally took the first headshot at the top of the pile and I put I lifted it up slid mine under his and I left it at that alright so anyway I was thinking okay oh Jesus Christ adrenaline's fucking flying now so anyway I leave the place Uh, 24 hours later I don't hear anything I'm like fuck alright well that didn't work Um, because normally if they do get a, a, a pile of headshots they might have got your headshot from a production crew already or someone else right or you could have sent it in already so uh, you know, they could have got your headshot before you even got in the door. So anyway, didn't hear from them. And I went, all right, fuck it. Let's go again. So today, this, this time, I went, all right, it's time to make a, a really fucking bold move. So I get down to the office. And this was my plan. I'm just going to just go straight out with it. So I get out of the car. I start jumping around, right, trying to get a bit of a work, my breath going. Okay, as in panting. Okay, and you'll see why in a second. So I'm panting away, and okay, okay, and I've got a bit of sweat because believe me, the heat now there takes about two or three minutes to get the heat going. So I'm jumping up and down like I'm kind of skipping, right? Literally, just that jump up and down for literally about two or three minutes, and I'm (laughs) I'm fucked, right? I'm panting, right? Perfect, it's time to go. So I grab my phone as I walk in the door at lunch. um, Sorry, it was just before lunchtime because I wanted to make sure that there was someone there. Right. So I jump, walk in the door. I have my phone in my hand. I'm pretending to be on the phone. I'm like, OK, listen. Uh, and I'm pretending. And I make sure that the receptionist sees me. And she's actually like clearing up to go out for lunch. And she's looking at me. And I'm like, OK. And I, I can't remember what it was. Uh, Peter. I said Peter Jones. I was pretending that was my agent about the, at the time. So I said, look, Peter Jones. Uh, look, yeah, yeah, I'm actually here now. Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Listen, Peter, I'll call, I'll call you later. I'm talking to this lady here. So this girl sees me. The receptionist sees me talking to quote peter jones so i i'm out of breath i'm like hi listen i'm really sorry look i i scrambled over here i, I got the wrong uh, office i was I, I thought i was in santa monica and then i got word that it was in over here burbank and she's like oh jesus god love you god love you i'm like all right this is working sweet so uh, i went yeah jesus oh come here like i made her over record time here to burbank unbelievable so she's like okay what role are you here for i meant Oh, do you know what now? To be honest, I could barely hear him on the phone. I don't know. My agent just said, just get here. I said, to be honest, it was just such a frantic rush to get here that I, I just, I said, look, just get here. Right. And to be honest with you, I was in such a rush there. Uh, whatever her name was. I forget her name now. I said, look, to be honest, I even forgot my agent I to ask my agent what the role was because I was in such a panic and rush to get here that I just look, it just slipped my mind. I said, look, I presume I look like the character, right? I said, I'm presuming that she knows and I know. As in like, you know, don't be stupid. You obviously know what role I'm here for, right? And she goes, oh, yeah, you must be here for Brent. I went, Brent? Uh, Yeah, 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 Brent. I went, oh, okay, well, there you go. Yep, that's it, that's it. She goes, oh, yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm really sorry, but we're actually close up for the day. But there's the casting tomorrow. Let me make a phone call. So she makes the phone call to the other office. And I think this was the office in Santa Monica, funnily enough, right? Could have been the same place. I don't know, but... Uh, so she's on to them listen hi sorry are you um i have one more for the audition tomorrow grand job done so i'm in right booked so she goes yeah go down to the santa monica office tomorrow 10 a.m or whatever it was you're in so i'm like cool done so anyway <laughs> i'm laughing my ass home, going home I'm like this is awesome this is amazing so anyway, i go down the next day d- down into the place so there's this guy this time now and i walk in And he looks at me up and down as in like he's like the fucking Secret Service FBI. He goes, "Uh, yeah, you're not right for this role, Brent, by the way. And I went, well, hey, man, listen, uh, my agent, I tried to tell him the story. He goes, really? You didn't ask your agent. You were on the phone with him. You don't know what role you're going for. And he's looking at me and, and I'm saying to myself, oh, he fucking sees through this now. He sees through it. So uh, I had to push the lie further. So I said, listen, man, yeah, dude, Dude, listen, I, I'm with uh, William Morris Agency. Now, William Morris Agency is one of the biggest in the world, right? Um, like you got Russell Crowe, Robert De Niro, they're with that agency. I said, yeah, man, look, I'm with uh, William Morris Agency. Peter Jones. I said, give him a bell. Right, I'm calling his bluff. I said, hey, dude, you know, no problem. Give Peter Jones a call. William Morris. Really confident. And I'm thinking now at this stage, he might just, okay, you know what, he's, he's, manning up leave him off we believe him no he doesn't <laughs> he picks up the fucking phone to William Morris and he obviously knows this guy in there I can't re- remember the name so he doesn't even call the reception he calls the main guy's phone number and he's like hey Bob or whatever it was listen and he's staring at me and I'm like oh my god so he keeps it on loudspeaker and I think he's just trying to do it just to fuck with me right so uh He's like, yeah, I have this guy here. Uh, are you from Ireland? Yeah, I'm from Ireland. Okay, yeah, I've got this Irish guy. He says that he's going on about that he's here for some role. And who'd you say your agent was? I'm nearly dying here now. I'm like, Peter Jones? Uh, Peter Jones, yeah. Do you have a new agent? I said, yeah, he's just new. Do you have a new agent, Peter Jones? No, man. Uh, actually, hang on a second. I hear this guy in the background. Are you, am I on loudspeaker? And he goes, take me off loudspeaker. I am like, oh, I'm fucked. Like, it's funny because, like, this guy isn't a police, a policeman. Like, he's not going to arrest me for this. But yet, I felt like I was about to get arrested. It was so fucked up. So anyway, he's staring at me as he takes me off loudspeaker. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. 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 Staring a fucking hole through me. Gets off the phone. And he goes, yeah, listen, buddy. uh, Nice try, but no. And I went, look, man, come on. I'm fucking here now. I, I said, fuck it, keep going. I said, look, come on, dude, let's do it. He goes, Peter, it's time for you to leave. I went, oh, Jesus Christ, okay, okay. So anyway, that was that. And I'm thinking, I'm, I'm going home now a bit fucking depressed. I was like, oh, bollocks, the last thing I want to do now is piss off one of these casting directors, get a bad name, this and that. Two days later, I get a phone call. ...from this lady called April Webster... ...now it wasn't April Webster... ...it was April Webster's office... ...and her main assistant... ...so anyway, they said... ...hi, is this... ...is your name Peter Walsh? Yeah, 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 it's Peter... ...yeah, hi, um, listen... ...you went down to a supposedly... ...an audition the other day, was it? And he was kind of... ...like, smiling, laughing on the phone... ...you could tell as in like... ...he thought it was entertaining... ...I said, I did, I did... ...I said, uh, is everything okay? He goes... Well, look, Peter, to be honest with you, we thought it was fucking hilarious what you did. I went, are you serious? I said, the guy looked at me like he was going to kill me. And he goes, actually, he loved it. I went, really? He goes, yeah. Can you come in to audition for April Webster? I went, are you serious? Holy shit, man. Okay, absolutely. So anyway, range of time and date. Now, guys, just to let you know, April Webster was, I don't think she is anymore, but was, when I was in L.A., she was the biggest casting director in L.A., and she even like I'll put it this way, if anybody remembers the TV program Lost, she managed all the casting uh the actors for that show. She auditioned all of them. She did Mission Impossible for Tom Cruise, right? I mean, she's big, very big. So <laughs> So anyway, I get the I get the uh, the sides, which is by the way, the the script, right? Um so I get this oh, not the whole script, but just couple of pages for the audition itself so i get the sides so i try and audition as best as i can learn the lines and do whatever prepare um so i walk into april webster's office when on audition day and you know what nicest woman ever i even have her as a facebook friend um well unless she's unfriended me but uh, like she's even a facebook friend of mine uh well i haven't checked for years but presume we are still but like we, we got kind of pally right um, actually I must check my Facebook, but anyway, the, um, uh, so what was it? What was I saying? So when I walked into the audition room, she's like, so the audition crasher, huh? And, uh, she just broke out laughing. She was like, Peter, we thought that was fucking awesome. That that was amazing. You know that? I went, well, Jesus, thanks very much, April. And you know what? It's fucking an honor. Delighted to meet you. Um, I said, look, I had to do something. She goes, no, I love it. Absolutely love it. Anyway, you're here for the role, and she go and now to be fair to her, she goes, look, I'll be honest with you, Peter, I brought you in because I loved your balls, I loved your persistence, and you obviously want something, you want to get places. However, this role I know is definitely not right for you, okay? Because we're actually looking for a dark, dark-eyed, dark-haired guy who's built like a Roman god. Now I'm, I was fairly slim, I had a good body, of me, but blonde hair blue eyes that's not going to work so i went all right well that's totally fair enough she goes but i wanted you to come in because i loved your attitude i loved your like i said focus persistence and you know what i want to see if you're any good and if you are you're on my list i went jesus so in other words any up and coming projects she wants to keep an eye on me i got her attention i went hey listen that's great And I said, well, perfect. In my eyes, I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm not auditioning for this role today, but I'm auditioning for April fucking Webster here, man. So I did the audition, and I think it actually went quite well. And they went, ooh, method actor, huh? I went, I'm not a fucking method actor, okay? I did Meisner. If anybody knows Meisner, it's kind of repeating, and you you put all your focus on the other person, and you just let reactions naturally happen. Whereas method, you get it, delve into... Um, more of like uh, Strasbourg, Stanilasky, Chekhov, even though I love Chekhov too. It's a great method. Anyway, going on and on. So uh, yeah, I think I did a good audition. Um, I mean, (laughs) now, unfortunately, a couple of weeks later, I had to come home. My visa ran up. And I did try and get some residency, couldn't get it. So I had to come home, lick my paws and regroup. But at least, guys, I knew that, okay, well, and then I added her as a Facebook friend. She did. Um, I asked her. I said, "Look, let me know of any up and coming work." Um, and that was years ago, but I never heard anything from her. But the point is this, guys. The point is this. I always believe you got to be firm, honest, direct with people, and genuine. But if all else fails, and if your career's in jeopardy, and you've got to throw a hail fucking Mary, if you try and bullshit your your way in the door, go for it. Okay? Now, I'm sure there's clients out there now that any of my clients for my other business are listening to me going, oh, Peter's a bit of a bullshitter. Well, first of all, they know that I'm not because they've dealt with me for, for years and years already. Um, and it's really easy to see through any bullshit if I ever did throw any bullshit out there with my business anyway at the moment um, because everything is transparent. So it doesn't matter. Um, so like, you know, guys... Never underestimate the power of bullshit. Be honest, upfront, direct. Um, But if you got to throw a Hail Mary, do whatever, whatever you have to to get in the fucking door. All right? And you know what? It worked for me. I didn't get the part, but I got on April Webster's... April fucking Webster invited me in to her office... Right, I did an audition for her. My fucking agent at the time couldn't have got me in the door. I was a better bullshitter than April, than my fucking agent. And, well, more persistence as well. You know, so, um... <laughs> it's funny because I was going to do a, an episode based on something different today, but somebody actually reminded me of that story last night. I went, Oh my God, I've got to tell that story fuck and they went yeah man you gotta do it you gotta do it by the way guys I've got loads of LA stories loads of stories in general but other stuff um, so they'll be coming on the, the podcast soon but uh, look guys so I'm gonna leave it there but <clears throat> excuse me before I go don't give up guys don't give up you know there's other ways to get there you know don't, it's, don't like there's a couple of things here to learn if your back's to the wall do whatever you fucking need to push. Number two, if you're if your back's against the wall, and if some if you've got an agent or somebody that's meant to be doing the work for you, well, if you can do the work, if you're capable of doing it, fucking jump in, take the bull by the horns. If you know that they can't do it and you can, you fucking go. And persistence, persistence, persistence. Because that's number three, persistence. Because even in that room where i was with that guy and he took me off the loudspeaker i mean honest to god guys he looked like the secret service fbi the way he was looking at me you know and it could have been easy to just go oh jesus christ all right look i'm sorry i'm sorry look i tried to bullshit my way in the door no i kept kept it going kept it fucking going so obviously it's not gonna it you know every career or life move is going to be different You know, an accountant's different than a a wannabe actor or whatever it is, of course. But, you know, guys, hopefully it's something to to chew on, you know. So, guys, listen, thanks for listening. I love you all as usual. I love you all. And thanks for listening so much, guys. And uh, Godspeed to you all. And have a great day. Bye-bye.